You're listening to WBEZ. A child kidnapped in Chicago nearly a century ago may have finally been found. In 1930, two-year-old Mary Agnes Maroney was reportedly taken from her home on the city's south side and never seen again. But now, DNA testing suggests a possible answer. Chicago Sun-Times reporter John Seidel joins us now to explain more about this mystery. John, welcome. Thanks for having me. Tell us more about what happened in 1930 when Mary Agnes Maroney disappeared. Sure. So um, this was back during the Great Depression, and the Maroney family was uh, young but growing quickly. Uh, Mary Agnes's mother, Catherine, was 17 and pregnant with her third child. And what I understand from her nephew is that the, the family was struggling, and they put an ad or a letter in a newspaper asking people for help. And that seemed to prompt a visit from a woman who gave her name as Julia Otis. She came to the family home uh, at 5200 South Wentworth, brought food and gifts for the family. And at the time, Mary Agnes was playing on the floor. She was two years old. And Julia Otis seemed to take uh, a real uh, liking to Mary Agnes and, and kind of started talking to the child about going to California. And that made her mother uncomfortable. And um, soon um, Julia Otis was on her way. But she came back the next day, and this would have been on May 15, 1930, brought more gifts for the family. And this time she asked if she could take Mary Agnes shopping. And Catherine, her mother, agreed. So Julia Otis left with Mary Agnes, and the family never saw Mary Agnes again. John, there have been some theories about the whereabouts of Mary Agnes Maroney that have been suggested and then debunked over the decades. But let's fast forward to last June when Cook County Sheriff's Detective Jose Rodriguez gets assigned to this case. What happened next? He started looking for the original police reports in this case. And when he couldn't find them, he started um, looking for Mary Agnes's descendants. And he eventually did make contact with the Maroney family. Once he did that, he learned that a few of them had submitted their DNA to some of these commercial DNA testing sites, Ancestry.com, 23andMe. He asked for more of them to do so. Within the results of, of those tests, he was looking for an unfamiliar person, somebody who would have been listed as a relative, but yet a stranger to the Maroney family. And that led him to another family in Florida, and ultimately to Terry Arnold, who was the daughter of a woman named Jeanette Burchard, who died in Florida in 2003. He made contact with Terry. He told her his theory. She didn't believe him, but agreed to take the test to prove him wrong. And once she did take the test, she learned some things about herself and about her family that she didn't realize. One was that even though Jeanette's mother, her family hailed from Poland, Terry was not Polish. She was mainly Irish, just like the Maroney family. And according to Detective Rodriguez, there was a genetic association between Terry Arnold and the members of the Maroney family here in the Chicago area who are known to be descendants of Mary Agnes. And based on those results, which he presented to both sides of the family, both the Arnold's family and the local Maroney family, believe that Jeanette Burchard was Mary Agnes. And what do we know about Jeanette Burchard's life? Well, um, for, for starters, um, the family was told that her life began in Chicago. Mary Agnes was born in May of 1928. Jeanette was, her family was told, born in April of 1928. 
She lived here for the first six years of her life, uh, eventually moved to Virginia and ultimately to Florida. She had two husbands, uh, three children. Terry Arnold is her only living child. And she spent uh, more than 50 years as a nurse. She also loved her pets and the Miami Dolphins. And like you mentioned, you spoke to Jeanette's daughter, Terry Arnold, and to Mary Agnes's nephew, Don Maroney. How have they been reacting to this development? You know, I, I've spoken to Don a few times over the years. He has been searching for answers to this family mystery since he was in high school. Uh, he's now in his 50s. And so I think he's really elated to finally have an answer to this question. He's convinced beyond any doubt this is his aunt. Um, and I think it really brought closure to that side of the family. For, for Terry Arnold, it's obviously a, a different reaction. She had never really heard of this case before. She didn't know who Mary Agnes Maroney was. So she's discovering all of this new information about her family. And she did tell me that at first she was angry, particularly at her grandmother. Um, even though we don't know how Mary Agnes got from the Maroney family to her family, um, that was one of her initial emotions, was anger. And I think since then, she's just kind of becoming accepting of this, wanting to learn more about her family history, but also getting to know her new cousins. Both sides of the family have said very kind things about each other. And the story really kind of has a happy ending here because Don told me that the Maroney family really just wanted to know that whatever happened to Mary Agnes, that she was taken care of. And Terry tells me that's exactly what happened. Terry and her siblings adored her mother. She was very much loved by that family. And um, that's what she wants the Maroney family to know, that if that was Mary Agnes, Mary Agnes was loved. Some closure for the family, but still some unanswered questions in this case. Thanks, John. Yep. I've been speaking with Chicago Sun-Times reporter John Seidel about possible answers in a nearly 100-year-old Chicago kidnapping case. This is WBEZ.